What's up, everyone? This is the Trumpet of Truth podcast, episode number 10 of our 15415. <laughs> Today, we're going to talk about some testimonies and how powerful they are. Yeah. So, if you would, turn to Revelation chapter 12. Don't be scared. Revelation's not scary. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. Said, said no one. <laughs> oh, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so Revelation 12, if you're not familiar with this book, it's um, the Revelation. <laughs> not Revelation. <laughs> what? It's the Revelation. No, the Revelation. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That is off of the movie The Good Dinosaur, if you guys it's get that Relevation. reference. The <laughs> Jacob's not stupid. He's just quoting something. <laughs> I'm kind of stupid. <laughs> it's the revelation of John mm-hmm. in a vision given to him by God. God, yeah. yeah. Isn't that sweet? And it's in time prophecy that he wrote down for us to know the signs and the times of when Jesus is coming back so we can be ready. Yeah, he wrote this to the... Uh, churches of asia mm-hmm. but we know that it's meant for all of mankind everybody mm-hmm. all right so revelation chapter 12 some testimonies let's read 12 verse 10 and i heard a loud voice saying in heaven now has come salvation and strength in the kingdom of our god and the power of his christ for the accuser of our brethren satan is cast down which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. Therefore, what's therefore there? So you can see what the next part is there for. <laughs> therefore, rejoice, ye heavens and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea. For the devil has come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. So anyway, all that, you know, he just tells us that they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. Mm -hmm. That's Jesus, what he did on Calvary, on that cross. Mm -hmm. And by the word of their testimony. Your testimony is important because there's power in it. Mm -hmm. Not just for you, but your testimony affects other people too. There could be people in your life going through stuff that you don't know what they're going through, but your testimony and your faithfulness can make them faithful (laughs) to get through their trying times. Absolutely. And I don't think it necessarily just means your testimony unto salvation, you know, like how you got saved testimony. I think kind of like Jacob mentioned, it's things that you go through that God gets you through, miracles that God performs, Um, deliverance that God performs, things that you see God do is part of your testimony. Your testimony lasts your entire life. And so, just like you said, getting people through things, it's not for you. It's for other people to hear how good and great God is. Yeah. Yeah. It's powerful for you, but it's Mm -hmm. also like, like I said, it's, it's powerful for someone else too. Yeah. Because it can, it can encourage, it can build up, it can bring more people closer to God. By mm-hmm. seeing the mirac- miraculous things that he's done through you and for you. Um, you know, we've got some really good friends of ours that have amazing testimonies. Yeah. You know, some that 
You've heard one. Make on the here. hell yeah. Make the, well, you've heard two. You've heard Colton and Jalen. Oh yeah. Yep. yep. And soon you'll hear Billy's. Mm, if yep. I can ever get him, get him <laughs> over here. His, his is really really good. Um, but it's it's and the thing is you can't be ashamed of where you've been mm-hmm. and where God brought you from. Right. Because there's power in that. Yep. You know, Billy told me one time that his pastor told him that he was jealous <laughs> of Billy's story because he has no. Yeah. You know, testimony of God pulling him up out of the same kind of depths that Billy was in in his life. Yeah. And that's why there's so much power. Like, other people yeah. can be jealous of your story. Well, and in the same sense, if you don't have, you know, if you weren't ridden with an addiction to drugs and God pulled you out of that, that doesn't mean that your testimony is any less powerful, though. No, it doesn't. Like, you know, because I have but, one of those testimonies where I grew up in a Baptist church. I've always been to church, always been raised, you know, to love God. So my testimony might be boring to some, but to some, they might, it might build them up as well. Well, it just shows, a, your testimony shows a lifelong yeah. Um, record of faithfulness. Yeah. And all the many miracles. Which it's harder to stay to faithful for a really long time than a really short time. Yeah. You know, so. There's different well, things to pull out of the Not necessarily harder, but it can be hard. Yeah. To stay that faithful for that long. Um, so anyways, yeah, that's, there's a lot of power in your testimony. Mm-hmm. And of course, the blood of the lamb. But notice there at the end of that little verse how it says they loved not their lives unto the death. So what does that even mean? Well, if we remember what Jesus taught in the Gospels, he said to pick up your cross and follow me. Essentially, you're crucifying your flesh. Mm-hmm. And you're putting yourself, you know, as the least of these yeah. shall be the greatest, right? Mm-hmm. So we know that to love the flesh and to love this life is actually sinful because Jesus calls us to be separate from the world and to love not our lives. Right. So that can be metaphoric of loving not your lives and, you know, putting your... Oh, you were saying loving not your lives. It was putting it to the death. The death here is literal, though. Yeah, it says it loves yeah. their life. Uh, yeah, they love not their lives unto the death. Yeah. Which, to, I mean, I read that, that to me that means they lived their lives not loving it until yeah. they died. Until they died. Right. That, yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what, you, what were you thinking there? I don't there? know. My brain is spiraling, spiraling tonight. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, they love not their lives unto the death. Meaning once they were saved, they crucified their flesh mm-hmm. and they stayed that way until they died. Yeah. Um, and that's an important part of that because you don't share your testimonies and the things that God has done for you out of arrogance and like, oh, look what. God's done for me. Look how great I am. Yeah, no. It's it's for the it's, it's for the it's the opposite. It's for the other person. And I actually know some people that are almost ashamed to tell their testimony and to tell people what they used to be and how who they used to be. Yeah. Because they're ashamed. Because of people it. now see them as this shiny bright person who God has brought out of the depths. But instead of saying where they used to be, because they're ashamed of it, it almost like takes away God's glory because. He's yeah. the one who brought you up out of that, you know? Yeah, really, I mean, the, yeah, like Ali said, you're kind of almost saying, oh, God, I don't really want to tell people what you did for me. Because, yeah, I'll just know, act like I've pe- always been like this. People will think I'm whatever. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, but you're not that anymore. Right. 
and whatever and, and, preconceptions yeah. people have about you from that past life, then they're obviously not. Yeah, the Bible teaches <laughs> there's none in the world good, not one. So, yeah. I mean, people will think what they want to think regardless of the truth. That's why it's always, you know, you know, there's truth and then there's people's perception. Mm-hmm. So if they're going to think that you're a bad person for things that you did a long time ago that you're not currently doing, then mm-hmm. shame, shame, everybody know your name. Yeah. That's not on you. It's on them. Mm-hmm. So, but we we know some people too that are af- not afraid, but they're not totally one hundred percent truthful with their testimony, where they've been, yep. and what God's done for them, out of fear of what people may think. Right? Don't be ashamed. And that takes away the power of it, and it's it's honestly um, a smidge bit disrespectful, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, you can see you can see just by this verse how powerful your testimony can be. I mean, they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. Like yeah, that so, wouldn't be in there if it wasn't important. Yeah, so how do you overcome the devil? Okay, well, for one, you're not tempted by him in your flesh. Yeah. And you don't you're not deceived by the his wiles. <laughs> you know, so you overcome the devil by a not sinning and b being obedient to God and not him. Yeah. And we do all that through the blood of Jesus Christ. And our testimonies. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think it's interesting in verse 10, this is kind of off track, but um, the so the accuser of the brethren, brethren is cast down. We know that's Satan, which accused them before our God day and night. I think it's interesting to think of that, that Satan is constantly. Oh, look at your servant here. Yeah. And accusing just, yeah. us. Just like he did Job, you know. Yeah. Did the same kind of thing. He, they tested, you know, God put Job to the test. Uh, no, idiot. He's he's good. Oh, you don't think so? Well, I'll just show you. <laughs> Job's awesome. Yeah, you can do everything but kill him. Yeah. And that's basically what Satan but did. But see, yeah, he's constantly accusing Satan. Mm-hmm. And, and he's, like you say, they call him the accuser of the brethren. Mm-hmm. So he'll always remind you and try to knock you down when you're sharing testimonies, when you're witnessing to people. And he'll... Try to keep it in the back of your mind. Oh, but you used to dabble in them drugs. Yeah. You're no good. Yeah. Oh, you used to look at pornography all the time. You're no good. It constantly reminds you and accuse you of it. Mm-hmm. But we know that he's a liar and he loses in the end. Yeah, because rejoice ye heavens and ye that dwell in them. That's right. So Satan does have power. That's why it says, Woe to the inhabitants of the earth. And of the sea, for the devil has come down unto you having great wrath, because he knows that he has but a short time. Yeah. So, you know, he will try to tempt you. He will try to accuse you and knock you down, because he has a great wrath. Yeah. So we've got to overcome him. Yep. And he, uh, he's mad. That's he. He's mad because he was taken. He was thrown out of heaven. Like he's he's furious. He has a great wrath that he's trying to put us all under and hurt us with. Yeah, I mean he he knows he's gonna lose. So what does he try to do? Trying to gather as many people to go into that pit with him. He's got a short time. He's got a short time. Yeah. Um, he's a liar. <laughs> We've got to get to a place where we're like, you know. You believe in you believe in Jesus so much, and there's so much Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit, power in your life that you're like, you know, I'm just pick a Bible and kick the devil in the teeth today. <laughs> yeah, he's a liar. He's 
got no power over me because I overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. Yep. Yeah. I like it. If you go a couple verses up, and, uh, and oh, not just a couple, just go in verse 9. It says, And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the <laughs> devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Oh, his angels. Oh, we called them demons. <laughs> so that's the demonic realm. Yep. Yeah, that, that old serpent called the devil. It's like a... Can't read it on so, I don't know. I think you meant it that way. And that that great that dragon, way. that old serpent. <laughs> it's funny. He's an old snake. Mm-hmm. That's funny. I kind of read it like that though. Yeah. Not making fun of him, but yeah, kind of, kind of making fun of, of him. Of John? No, John's making fun of. That, oh, of Satan. That old serpent. Gotcha. That old idiot. Yep. An old belly crawler. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right, guys. We encourage you to use your testimony. It's one of the most powerful things that you can use. And listen to other people's testimony because there's, you know, something that you can gather from almost every testimony that you can apply to your own life. Hey, and uh, guess what? I know someone with a podcast platform that would air your testimony. No way. Yeah. (laughs) I think they're called Trumpet of Truth. Oh, wow. They love having people on that have good testimonies. Mm -hmm. So... Get a hold of them. Yep. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm pretty well useless, so get a hold of Allie. Yeah, Trumpet of Truth Podcast at gmail.com, or you can message me on Facebook. No big deal. Yep, we'd love to hear some testimonies, and I'm sure other people would too. Yeah, absolutely. It's encouraging. Well, we're going to end tonight with a... Oh, do, do you want to say what we're doing at the racetrack and why this verse is... Oh, yeah, sure. Go, Go for ahead. it. So, you, it was your idea. Uh, well, okay. So Jacob races every summer. Well, it seems like ten out of twelve months of the year, but <laughs> we she's call it li- summer. She's lying. Um, and we go to Springfield Racetrack almost every weekend. And we, the last couple of years, you have been called for the ministry out there. You feel like you it's a lot not, of lost people out there, guys. Yeah. Like a lot of lost people. And you, you feel like. Even if you did good or bad, like, there was still this, like, aching in your heart that that's not why I'm out there. Like, I'm not out there to win trophies. I'm not out there to get more glory for Jacob Long. I'm out there to get glory for God. So the past couple years, we've, you know, done lives with Bible verses on the car, and we've tried to really kind of, you know, put Jesus at the forefront of our racing. Witness to people and and just kind of give people And help people whenever, you know, whenever they need help in. But this year, we're trying to step it up, and uh, we hope to see a lot of people saved. What we want to do is every week um, go to a different racer, and pick them out specifically one racer at a time and talk to them about Jesus. And if they are saved, we want to ask them to give us their testimony and we're going to film everything um, so that we can share their testimony with others. And if they're not saved, we want to give them their good news. And we're going to try and, you know, give them some free merchandise, free t-shirt, free sticker to put on their truck. Um, We're calling, Jacob's calling himself a remnant racer and we're hoping to have the entire racetrack of remnant yeah, racers at the end. Yeah, a bunch of remnant racers. Yeah. Because, you know, Jesus is coming back for his remnant church. Right. You know, his bride. Right. Not, not a hooker. So <laughs> no spotless bride. A remnant. We're not lukewarm. We're neither, you know, we don't want to be neither hot nor cold. We're going to be hot, right? We then, neither be hot nor cold. No, we're not going to be neither hot nor cold, like lukewarm. Like, we're oh, not going to be lukewarm. We're going to be hot. We're going to be hot. Gotcha. Right. <laughs> Sorry. That was kind of a word salad there. Yeah. A Kamala word, word salad. So, um, yeah, we're going to be hot. But, um, yeah, this 
racing what we it's three in one ministries that's yeah, a, that's the number i run is three in one and homage in reverence to the uh Holy, holy Spirit. Trinity. Yeah, holy, holy Trinity. <laughs> Dude. I keep looking around and just losing my train of thought. Yeah, the Holy Trinity. Three in one. Yeah, so just pray for us, guys, as this season, next season of our lives, we're going to be hoping to reach hundreds of people at the racetrack. So yeah, that is that is the Revelation twelve eleven is our tagline. Yeah, yeah. It's our verse to live by. On our T-shirts. By. Yeah. And uh, yeah, because... We overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Yep. So pray for us as we go through that endeavor this summer. Okay. We got to do our song. Our song of the week is Same God by Brandon Lake. Um, this song has spoken to us ever since we heard it. And we love when a song talks about God being the same today, yesterday yesterday now and always like he's the same god we worship the same god in the old testament as the new testament as book of acts as now <laughs> yeah it's kind of it's kind of sad that some people think that god has no power mm-hmm. or that he's changed mm-hmm. because the bible clearly teaches that he's unchanging right and th- he was the same in the beginning and he's gonna be the same in the end and the same forevermore. Mm-hmm. um so to say that like oh no like miracles don't happen that's weird that's yeah that's just for like the bible and the people in the bible well, okay well that's a theological error, yeah, there, friend. That's, that's not right. That's, and you're not putting only, God in a box. Right. And not only who we think of as, you know, Father God, but that applies to Jesus. That applies to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is still moving and he is still working miracles, delivering people for, you know, those types of signs and wonders still happen today. It didn't end in the book it of didn't Acts. End. <laughs> no, the, the outpouring of the Spirit is still there. The spiritual gifts are still there. They're mm-hmm. still many miraculous things that god does through people not that people are doing god's doing it through people yeah to glorify his glor- name yeah glorify his name for the work of ministry for the perfecting of the saints and for the edification of the body of christ yep right so that we're really we're really pumped about god being the same yesterday now and always so this song same god by brandon lake i'm going to read some of the Some of the lyrics. I'm calling on the God of Jacob, whose love endures through generations. I know that you will keep your covenant. I'm calling on the God of Moses, the one who opened up the ocean. I need you now to do the same thing for me. Oh God, my God, I need you. Oh God, my God, I need you now. How I need you now. Oh rock, oh rock of ages, I'm standing on your faithfulness. On your faithfulness. Oh, it's so good. And then it goes on to talk about the God of Mary and the God of David, who made a shepherd boy courageous. I may not face Goliath, but I've got my own giants. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so, so good. Check it out. That's such a good song. Yep. Same God. And every time I read the lyrics to these weeks, you know, song of the week songs, I'm singing them in my head and I'm trying not to mess up the lyrics, but it's so good. So good. Um, I forget on the day of Pentecost, how many people were there? Do you know off the top of your head? Mm-mm. Let's see here. Where are you going with this one? Oh, I've got something to say. Pentecost. We did this last time, too. We <laughs> looked up something for like 10 minutes and people okay. got bored. It's okay. Spirit's <laughs> leading. How many people... 
okay, well, about 3,000 people were baptized and became followers of Jesus okay. on the spot. So, I mean, at least there was 3,000. So there were 3,000. At least. That were saved. Right. On that day. Mm-hmm. See, that's a, that's miraculous. Like when Jesus said, greater works will you do. Mm-hmm. That's one of the greater works he's talking about. Like, because in, in Jesus's ministry, you know, he fed the 5,000. He, you know, he, he had big groups like that, but there's no indication that they were all of those people listening were saved. We know for a fact that 3,000 people were saved mm-hmm. on the day of Pentecost. Okay, well, there's revivals breaking out all over the country today. Yeah. And who's to say, like, this Asbury revival that's – is it still going on? I think they're I shutting think down so. Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Tomorrow is their last, last day. Which is that – That's no good. Sorry. Anyways, that's what happens when – Man the wrong tries pe- yeah, to. man puts puts its hands on something that's God doing because it quenches it out. It yeah, extinguishes the fire. Anyways, what I'm saying <laughs> is that we don't know. I don't know how many people have probably been saved in that revival, but I know that like tens of thousands of people have flocked there in the last week and a half. Right. Because it's you know a move of God, mm-hmm. and that's just as miraculous as a blind person. Oh, I thought you were going to say a day of Pentecost. Well, it is <laughs> yeah. that too. But that's just as miraculous as a blind one blind person receiving sight. Receiving sight. Yeah. One lame person walking, one deaf person and mute being able to speak and hear. Yep. But that's just as miraculous. Think about it. 3,000 people on the day of Pentecost saved, gathered into the kingdom yeah. at once yeah. in one day. It's huge. And this revival... There and that, there's not the, this is not the only one. There's one oh, in no. Texas. There's yeah. it's all over. Universities all over the place. All over. That's just as miraculous. It's just as big of a deal. Mm-hmm. You know. So you are the same God. <laughs> yeah, He's don't the get same. Any, don't get us copyright infringed. <laughs> you sound He's too much like Brandon Lake. <laughs> yeah, I doubt it. He's the same. Yeah, he He's is. Still working, still moving. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, you want to close us in prayer? I sure can. I can do it. Put me in, coach. (laughs) All right. Father God, thank you for this platform. Thank you for my wife. And thank you, most importantly, for this word and for Jesus who was put on a cross for every single soul that's ever come into existence. We'll never be able to work for it. We'll never be able to do anything, anything with our hands to earn salvation. But we know that by faith you've made us righteous. Mm -hmm. So, Lord, I pray that you pour out your spirit to increase our faith, Allie and I and everyone else who listens to this, so that we may be righteous, so that we may be made righteous by our faith. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so thank you so much for all that you're doing and all that you're going to do. And in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Have a good week, everybody. Stay in the word. Stay in the word. (laughs) Bye, guys. (laughs) 